What's going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Justin Champagne over Zoom video. Justin was born and raised in a small town in Louisiana and talks about how he got into music. He lost his father at a very early age. He was only six years old. Um, but he got into music around fourth grade, started off on baritone. I guess we were the first people uh, he told that he played baritone and also did drums, talked about playing in a little band with his uh, stepfather, but they never did any gigs or anything, but uh, they would play in this little shed in their backyard called the Love Shack. Justin talked about doing his very first song. Actually, he did a remix, kind of changed the lyrics to another song and uh, his friends and people He's going to school with. We're like, wow, man, this is really good. You should continue doing this. So that's really where he started songwriting. Justin talked about putting out the song Sun Goes Down, which ended up getting over a million views on Facebook. And this is like 2016. And that also gave him a lot of validation for continuing on as a songwriter. He talked about releasing his song Backroads and the moment when everything changed when he put up the first clip of the song Swervin and he kind of did a call to action on TikTok saying if you like the song if I get this many likes I'll finish it he put up just the chorus and he I think he asked for like 30,000 likes woke up the next morning and had 80,000 Justin talks about the next viral success really the biggest viral success on his song When I Pull Up having the opportunity to tour multiple times with Snoop Dogg and that's how he ended up getting Snoop Dogg on his track called if She Ain't Country, he tells us about a really bad accident he had in Colorado and having these police officers drive him to the show and the very cool thing he did for these, these officers once they made it to the venue that he was performing at. Justin also tells us about the tour he has coming up and all about his new song, which is called Know You Better. You can check out the interview with Justin on our Facebook page and YouTube channel, the video version. Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. That's at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we would love it if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Justin Champagne. Hey, What's up? What's up, Justin? How are you? Good, man. Are we using the camera thing or no? Yeah, we prefer the camera if that's cool with you. Sweet, sweet. sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're good. I just did. I wasn't for sure. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I think I am I still on? Yeah, you're out. You're here. Can you hear me? (laughs) My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Uh, Not a whole lot, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Woke up a little late, man. I was in the, I literally, literally was in the studio to like four thirty this morning, man. And I was like, God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, gotta, you gotta get it, bro. You gotta get it. It's all good. I'm used oh, to. Man. Oh wow. Where whereabouts are you in the in the world? Uh, so I'm in. I'm down here in Louisiana, man. Um, it's a it's a small town called New Iberia. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's like I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Louisiana at all, but it's um, so Lafayette is where the studios at. I mean, I have my own personal studio, but La- Lafayette is um, it's like twenty twenty five minutes out from where I'm at. 
Okay, not bad. Yeah, yeah. So let's just say about a, I'm about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. No, I'm sorry, about two hours away from New Orleans. About okay. an hour from, from Baton Rouge. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm familiar with the the bigger cities, but not. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I haven't really wrong. been to I've never really been to Louisiana. I've moved to oh, really? Tennessee recently. Uh, so I've been to Alabama and Georgia, but I'm originally from uh, San Diego. So I was a West Coast oh, kid no. my whole life up until about three years ago. So yeah. wow, <laughs> I love gosh. it out here, though. I mean, uh, down here in the South is amazing. Yeah. It's a whole different vibe for sure. Oh, yeah. It's great, though. It's it's, it's totally yeah. different vibe, but it's beautiful. Uh, people are much nicer, <laughs> a little bit yeah, slower yeah. pace, <laughs> but yeah. uh, really enjoy it. Um, well, again, I- I'm Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. We'll talk about the new Ooh. song. I was just watching the video, which is uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Of course. I love your songs, too. Super catchy. I mean, I play yeah, play it through, and I'm like, I, I'll be singing it for the, <laughs> the rest of the day. It's <laughs> stuck in my head. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so you were actually born and raised uh, kind of where you're at right now, right? Yeah, no, I'm here in Louisiana, man. Yep, yep. I, um, so we, we kind of lived in St. Martinville, which is another city, like right down the road. Um, then my, my dad passed away. Then we ended up moving here. So my mom had remarried and then, uh, she moved here uh, to know I buried down the road. So, okay. Yeah. I, I did read that you lost your father when you're, I mean, really young. I mean, six yeah, years old six, or so. Six years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. That has to be, that had to be really rough. Obviously I have a seven year old, so I'm, I can't yeah. imagine yeah, it's just like like losing losing like somebody like that, man. Like more of a dominant parent, you always like. Well, you say dominant parent, but like <laughs> my mom was feel like dominant too. I was like she gonna say, up. yeah, it sounds like she yeah. was pretty dominant. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, you know, she took up a lot of the slack, man. You know, I just only thing I always think about, like, you know, is more like um, how can I say this, like. You know, my dad was a mechanic, you know, too. Like that was also he 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 dibbled in music and stuff, but mm-hmm. like his main thing was mechanics. So like I never had nobody show me how to fix a car. Now, granted, I don't want to anymore. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I found what I love to do and I'm sticking with this, you know what I mean? Sure. But but other than that, man, uh yeah, I mean, just you know, you just kind of like missed out on a lot of stuff. But hey, look, it's life. Everybody loses a parent, you know, and it makes mm-hmm. you who you are today, you know. Um I don't know what I'd be doing, honestly, if he was here. I might not even be doing music. You never know. I might be a mechanic. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, yeah. So, you know? Um, but yeah, right. man. Well, he did he kind of have an influence on you as to why you went into music? I know you you mentioned that he was so, a songwriter. Was he a songwriter, a musician? No, no. Uh, so he, so he, played, he, he played the guitar. He, he just played guitar. And, um, okay. Yeah, he played guitar. And um, my stepdad was, uh, we all played in like a little small band. Um, oh wow, that's awesome! We never, we never did anything. Never did no shows. Never went anywhere. It's like it was literally in the backyard in a shed called the Love Shack, and uh, <laughs> we just played. We just played, man. And I actually did the drums. I played drums, and um, I, um, we yeah, we never really did much. But my dad, you know, he was just a the mechanic. You know, he was a mechanic guitar player. Okay. <laughs> but uh, what happened was whenever. Whenever I had just started doing music, I had um, I found this song uh, called "Flossing" by Mike Jones, and uh-huh. uh, 
but instead of staying like I stay flossing, it was like I stay thinking about you all the time. So I mean, look, I was like 15, 16. So I mean, you gotta excuse that. But oh no, I you gotta up, start I somewhere. Doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I ended up, I ended up doing the remix on a laptop microphone and a laptop, and uh, like I was in the the laptop like this <laughs> recording. You know what I mean? Because they didn't have mics. Well. If if they did, I couldn't afford one anyway. So right. it, was, it was a laptop mic. It was, you know. You gotta do what you gotta but, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, I started doing that. But like, to answer that question, yeah, I mean, so I did a song with him. I mean, I did a song about him, just kind of like switching it up, like losing my dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was okay, you know. Um, I mean, you can't really expect much. But then I, um, I like I. Some, yeah, they were like, just do another one, bro. Like, it was good. So I ended up doing another one and uh, kind of wrote a little love song. And um, I just kept going from there, bro. I ended up one day getting me a mic. <laughs> <laughs> so quality got a little better, you know what I sure. mean? But, uh, but yeah, man. So, I mean, to answer that question, yeah, like, kind of influenced me to, to write a song about them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it just kind of went from there. Wow. And you said drums were the first. Was that the first instrument you really learned? What, yeah, drums, what drums? And, drums and baritone. Drums and baritone. Oh, wow. What kind of drew you to drums? I think you're probably the first person that I ever told that I did a, I played the baritone. What you, you say, my bad? No, that's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate you telling me that. That's amazing. Yeah. So baritone was baritone first and then drums? Or where did you start? Yeah, so, uh, it was about the same because... Yeah, I was like in fourth grade, fifth grade when I started band and I played the drums. Yes, yeah, so it was wow. about the same time. Like I picked up a baritone and I picked up a drum set and that was it. You know, I was just going at, going at it in both of them. You know? So, but uh-huh. yeah. yeah, that's cool that you're because when I was in fourth year, that's kind of when you got to choose. If you wanted to do band, it was like you could pick your instrument in fourth grade, you start in fifth. And then if you continued or wanted to continue with the band and you would go and you know to middle school and, and carry with that um but drums were never an option for us i mean it wasn't until you got into middle school you could play percussion but it was right. mainly like flute or uh trumpet play, yeah. clarinet i played clarinet yeah. because i've told yeah. the story before but i went in and there's a kid older than me and it was like when you got to see what instrument you want to play and this this kid stuck his his whole mouth over the mouthpiece and just blew it and it made this like obnoxious sound <laughs> And I'm like that. <laughs> That's what I'm choosing. <laughs> yeah, you know what's crazy? Fun fact: I almost played the flute, and the only reason why I almost played the flute was because there was this girl in sixth grade that I really wanted to, uh, you know, chop it up with. So I wanted to sit by her, and uh, yeah, it cost me almost learning the flute. But I'm like, man, she's not she's not that hot, you know. What I mean? she's like, <laughs> She's not, She's not that like playing hot. the flute hot, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You're not the first person that's told me that, though. Like, I wanted to play flute because that's where all the girls were at. <laughs> yeah. So I actually learned the flute a little bit. Uh, I had a cousin of mine who had a flute. And I took it home and just didn't know what I was doing with it. But I just thought it was cool that I had a flute. And then when I started figuring out, like, before I, when I ended up doing band, I'm like, thank God I did not do the flute because I'm not going to be cool at all, bro. Like, not at all. <laughs> Until I saw that girl, and I'm like, maybe, uh, you know. I'm just, Who does look get so bad? Yeah, I got to get to know her better. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Come over for some lessons. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. So you said at 15 is when you uh, did that first remix of that song? 
Yep, yep. Yeah, 15, 15 years old. And were you showing like people at your school or like how, yeah, how did you get like validation? Co- yeah. Yeah, I showed people at school and close friends and and uh that's you know, they were like, Man, you should do another one, you know. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I did another one. And um we uh so that's when I did that little love song. Um it wasn't because of the the flute girl, but it was, you know, another one. And um <laughs> but I uh yeah, I did that. So I was about 15 years old. Yeah. Okay. And do you keep doing that? Like at that point where you kind of hooked, like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Like, I want to keep writing songs. Like, this is kind of what I want to start doing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, then I actually, so my man, like my manager, we, we've been knowing each other since I was like 18 or 17. Wow. And, um, <clears throat> I'm 31 now. So uh, um, I was introduced to him. We was working at a bingo hall. And um, yeah, yeah, I was calling Bingo, and <laughs> I awesome. met him. I met him. Uh, I met him from there, and then um, we ended up making it more like a real song because he, you know, he produced and he did music as well too. Um, before he became like a manager, well, my manager, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, so we ended up doing like three or four songs in his workspace, and then I'm like, man, like I really like doing this. Like this is something I really want to do, and um. I guess like years passed by, kind of like fell off doing it, you know, just not really doing it 100%. And then uh, I got in a relationship when I was a little older, like 23, 24. Um, I ended up like I was still doing music. I was trying to find my own lane. I couldn't figure out what was for me because I had a mixture of friends, whether they were white, black. I didn't know what was cooler to do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was just so I just that's, you know, what's you know, is the reason why I do it all now. Like, you know, right. I, like I'm, I say, I say this on, you know, to everybody, it's like, it's a big pot of gumbo. You know what I mean? You get it all. You get hip hop, rock, rap. I mean, hip hop, rock, um, pop, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever, whatever they got, yeah. you get it. Besides like heavy metal, but you get heavy guitars, but I'm just not screaming, you know, and, but I just, not that I, I don't want to, or not that I don't like it. I just haven't done it yet. Right. <laughs> Maybe for the next record. <laughs> just, yeah, maybe, maybe the next record. It's just, just Justin screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Um, so I, I ended up getting that relationship and um, kind of, she did, she wasn't one of those, like, you do a relationship and like you start spending more time doing music. She wasn't one of those. I, I didn't have a kid at the time. She had one. It was more like family. Then you got people coming over all the time. And I was recording people also. I wasn't just like recording myself. Oh, okay. I mean, she'd walk in the room and just be like, you know, like I smell fun. Y'all having fun? Like she didn't like I that, but like fun. smell fun in here. You guys having fun? But <laughs> but uh anyways, yeah, long story short, I missed out uh probably like three, three years of my life not doing anything to please her. We broke up, best thing ever happened. And um Best thing happened with that. And then I uh, did a song called Sun Goes Down, which I'd done the song. I just held on it for like two years. Um, and that's whenever uh, I put it out, shot the video. It did like my first million views on uh, Facebook. Wow. And uh, yeah, so I was like, man, and this is more hip hop country. You know what I mean? So like, I was like, man, I think I found my lane. Not only like just my friends loved it, Facebook over a million people. You know what I mean? 
well, I don't know, maybe like a thousand of it was me watching it over again. But let's just say nine hundred a million <laughs> people. There's no yeah, way you can watch yeah, it a million yeah. times. <laughs> right, right, right. But it was it was cool, man. And I was kind of like learning from there. Then I, I started doing you know more music, you know, just taking it way more serious. And then you know, um, got back in another relationship. Uh, probably two from there started TikTok. And uh, well, right before TikTok, I did a song called Backroads and we shot the music video and it just started going all over. You know, the women also helped, but um, I had a bunch of women in that video. And uh, but it was a cool song. You know, it was a cool vibe. Um, yeah, man, if I'm talking too much, you can say. <laughs> no, 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 no. That I, yeah. This is beautiful. I don't need yeah. to talk at all. I'd love to hear your yeah. story. No one cares about me. Yeah, well, so I. Um, so yeah, we did that song, started racking up a couple million, like, you know, you just, these days, well, back then it was like, man, I was struggling for a thousand views, you know what I right. mean? And then the Facebook sun goes down, comes out and I hit a million in like three months. And then, um, then from there, it's like, I, I dropped the backroads video and it does like a couple million, you know, then I started seeing like checks on YouTube and I'm like, Oh, sweet. So I get paid for this. This is cool. And, uh, <laughs> And then from there, it was just like all she wrote, man. I, I I got a TikTok, and my buddy Mario kept telling me, "Bro, you need to get a TikTok. You need to get a TikTok." This is in 2020. Barely, I'm not gonna say anybody. Not many people was using it, but not as many as today. Right, you know? right. Especially was this so like was right it, around the pandemic, or was it, it before was, that? Yeah, it was like right before that. Like right before yeah, that. Bro. That was so, when it started. Because I, my, I have a teenager, and he was like, he had musically, and he was showing me the app, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And there wasn't yeah. like any real like art. I think Halsey may have had one, which was interesting. But like other than that, like no one was really using it. And then it got bought out, and he's like, it's called, it's TikTok now. And then after the pandemic started and like everyone was on it, but like to catch yeah, it yeah. before it blew up. I mean, yeah, that's, man, that's was, huge. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, I had, um, yes, yeah, so I made it, did a couple of videos. They didn't do anything. And, uh, but I just kept, I just kept going, man. I, and then I learned how to like, I learned how to like do like different techniques and I had did a song called, uh, swerving mm -hmm. and, I had uh, posted on there, like, if anybody want to hear this song, give me 200, uh, 200, no, 200 likes or 500 likes. Or it was, it was the number that I knew I wasn't going to reach. You know what I mean? It might have been like 30,000 likes, honestly. Like, I don't know, but it was a big number that I was like, I just started the song. I just did the course and I had it in a week. That's how we would play with just the course, you know? And then, I was like, hey, man, I was in my truck, I remember. And then, you know, I was like, uh, I'm going to try to listen to the song. If y'all like it, I'm going to release it for like 60,000 likes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, the next day I woke up with like 80,000 likes and I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wait, we got to release the song. Yeah. But uh, and then that so had to be a big moment, though. I mean, to just be like, yeah, OK, because you didn't have a viral moment at that point. Nothing. And, nothing. and then you do that. You just kind of call out like a, have a good yeah. call to action. Like, OK, everybody like this video or whatever. I mean, they could have done nothing. I mean, so many yeah. videos are like, yeah, if I get 50 likes right. and then it's like two. Right. And then to say if I get 30,000, <laughs> wake up and get 80,000. I mean, yeah, talk about validation. Yeah, it was, it was like it was crazy, man. I remember waking up, stretching, looking at my phone and my little notifications at the bottom. It shows like it was like 15,000 followers. And I'm like, what I did wrong. Like, I'm like, what, the, what happened? I hope I didn't upload the wrong video. <laughs> right. but, but, um, 
Nah, man. Uh, then I had to hurry up and finish this song, bro. And I kind of wasted time like trying to do it because when I finally put it out, it it was like it didn't do like it could have did. You know what I mean? Like so when I put it out, I'm like, hey, this is a song called Swerve, and I told y'all I put it out. The video wasn't like a, a viral video anymore. You know what I mean? So then I did um when I pull up. And mm. I had, that had changed uh, everything for you, I'd imagine. Changed everything. I remember I start I did this song, bro. Listen, this is crazy. Like, I don't tell many people this. Actually, I, I'm just like close friends, but when I made that song, I walked in the studio with no beat. I had this hook in my, my head and I was just like, when I pull up in the whip, they'd be saying, God damn. So I don't, so here we say, so whenever I wrote the song, I never say G-O-D. I get a lot of heat for it. So I say, God, and if you really listen, you can actually hear me say, God damn. Now I do say damn, but because of my accent, like where I'm from, we can't even say two D's like God the damn. Like it, it, it wouldn't even make sense. Right. Like, so I had to say it like I had to say, God damn, just so it could like not even intentionally like it was intentionally. But it's like one of those like I had no choice, like whether I wanted to say the GD anyways, you know what I mean? So I went in there and I was like, when I pull up in the whip, they be saying, God damn, when I hop out with my show, whatever. Right. I had no beat, no nothing. And I went in there and I just I was like, look, figure it out. I was going to a truck show and uh, I was like, just figure it out, make a beat, do something. But I'll be back, whatever. So about the next day, I get a little, you know, from my, uh, from one of my producers, uh, Austin. He sends me a clip, and he goes, "Hey, bro, this is what I got, kind of like this rock joint." And uh, so he played it. And I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> this is it. Like, this is this is fire. Like, this is some heat." And um, it was something I've never done before. Like, I've never added rock stuff to my to my uh, music, you know. And um, man, it, it was crazy, bro. I got back home, finished the record. I couldn't wait to the day that I put it out. I put it out. It came out and I made a challenge and I did this. The first video, it was me. I was holding up some, some cleaning spray. And I was like, uh, I was like, make a video. I'm going to give out 500 bucks. So whoever, you know, uses the sound and, and, uh, it shows off their car. Like whoever got the nice vehicle, nice, this, this, and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, man, it was, it started going. It just was going. Pandemic was going. Everybody's playing on that TikTok. Like, hey, like, you know, like there's not the world's kind of shut down. So what else do you do? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Let me go outside and try to get likes and post a video and just do song outside looking in, you know? So, man, it just took off from there, man. We had so many people doing it. We had a uh, man. There's like over 330,000, I think, videos that, with that. It, it's it, it was crazy, man. But that song right there changed my life. I started getting invited to um like muddy bands and you know stuff like that. Trying to go, you know, go and play. Just a big learning process, you know, because my whole life, my whole career from when I started was just trying to make it social media wise. I didn't do the whole bar scene where I pick up a guitar and go, um, you know, go play at these bars. You know, I, mm -hmm. I was never the one to do that. I didn't want to do that. I've, I never said it was like I wasn't against it. I just prefer to try to make it social media wise first and then, you know, switch it up. But um, yeah, man, it changed my life and um, followed up with Number to Heaven. And uh, that one start, started going great, too, as well. And I just kept going, bro. Kept going. Kept going. Yeah. And you've just, I mean, consistently put out songs that are just massive. It's yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm, I'm curious actually with, uh, with when I pull up, did you, you actually had to go find, then you had to go find somebody, right. To like give the thing to, or like, how did that work? How are you so, sifting through 300,000 videos to find the best yeah, yeah, car? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if we're going to air this or not, but I'm going to be honest. I still to this day never gave the 500 bucks, bro. I never gave it out, bro. And like, like last time, like we, I, somebody asked me the same thing. I was like, you know, yeah, man, we picked out a person. It was a cool vehicle, you know, like. <laughs> you I just start never, making, bro, up, start telling about this car that doesn't exist. Yeah, bro, it's like it, it was the same. <laughs> it was the same thing because like I got an idea from a friend who would do it, and I'm like, did you ever give out the money? He was like, man, you know, we never give out the money, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, bro, so nobody actually gives out the money. It's kind of like clickbait. Y'all are wrong. And then I'm over <laughs> here behind them doing the same thing. I'm like, uh, I didn't give out the money either, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, that's crazy, so man. funny. <laughs> but I, I tell you what, though, like, as much as I've donated to different people, like different events or schools and, you know, bikes and all that, at the end of the day, I gave out more than 500 bucks. I was you know gonna say, I mean? yeah. <laughs> but Instead of giving it to one person, you spread it around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is too funny. Fun fact, dude. Fun fact. <laughs> um, so I mean, once that song starts doing well and you're putting out consistent hits, obviously are uh people kind of coming out and being like oh hey dude you know what's justin up to like you know are they trying to get you to play different spots or like how does that yeah. like kind of change everything for you yeah man so like we you know we started doing started doing good um like number wise they reached out uh i ended up getting with this guy named joe um he was booking me shows he was getting me all over man we started playing the country um started traveling all over that must have been uh, pretty cool. I mean, especially different since that's not how you really you weren't starting in the bars, right? And then yeah, it's like, no, you get man, to do it was, shows. Dude, I went I went through more band members because <laughs> then I did like like I don't even know anybody just because like I was new to the game. Everybody I knew was so experienced, and I didn't really know much about it, you know. <clears throat> and uh, but yeah, man. So we we were traveling the country and. Um, we could get different shows and, you know, just, we just kept growing, man, kept growing. And, you know, um, then I ended up linking with one RPM, um, last year in January and, uh, signed a deal with them. That's huge. Um, yeah. Signed a deal with one RPM doing pretty good now. Um, we on the way to signing, uh, my, my manager, Trey was in the elevator with my attorney. And they were talking with this lady with a dog. And so I have like two managers. So I have a day-to-day -day manager, which is Trey. Mm -hmm. And then I have another manager. Um, uh, his name's Ian. And they met the lady in the elevator with a dog. And they started the conversation with a dog. And while we're going to sign a deal, you know, like we're, we're in Nashville, going to sign a deal, they're in the elevator with this lady with a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I guess they started conversating about the dog and they exchanged. It was like, yeah, yeah, I know this guy here, blah, 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 because she was working with him. Anyways, we signed a deal. Everything's cool. They ended up calling the guy that she said that she knew uh -huh. that could probably, make, you know, help us point us in the right direction, whatever. And, um, 
he flew down. We met with him. You know, he really loved the music. He was actually from Louisiana. He just lives in Dallas. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, he was like one of the guys who helped build Raising Canes with the dude and stuff. And so Damn, like, cool, the restaurant. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. um, everything was cool. And, you know, so he calls us up one day and he's like, he's like, well, what are you doing these dates? And I'm like, probably nothing. Probably, I mean, why? What's up? You know, yeah. And he's like, uh, well, we have a we have a tour coming up and we'd like to, for you to be a part of it. And um he started naming the dates and I'm like, Oh my God, like this is cool. And then he, I'm like, so what, who's tour? <clears throat> he said, Oh, Snoop Dogs. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> excuse me. What'd you say? And it's just like, you know, he said, uh, Snoop Dogg's tour. And we just wanted, wanted to see if you wanted to come out and, you know, and open. And I'm like, come get wait, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's how that happened, and uh, we had they, we actually videoed it. I videoed a TikTok because I didn't know exactly what they wanted, but they were like video his reaction, so they were videoing me, and um, made a little TikTok video. I started jumping up and down like a little girl. Oh I yeah, about fun. I was like, we did it, we did it. <laughs> and my, he was he wasn't even a year old yet. He's just like, what's going on? Dude? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, man, it, it, it was crazy. Then, then from there, you know, we uh, we did two tours with with uh, with Snoop. We did one in uh, 420. It was like me, Coetzel, Snoop, Ice Cube, and uh, Warren G. Then I, after that tour was over with, we did a couple. Um, we did a few runs with Coetzel. We did some shows with Nelly. Uh, we did did a couple festivals. Um, I ended up getting with Reliant, uh, booking agent, and um, they started doing some cool stuff for us. So I'm actually still currently with Reliant. Then Christmas time, we come back and do another tour with uh, with Snoop, and it uh, T Pain was on this one. We had gotten a wreck, man. It was it was crazy. Uh, that's a whole other story. But on the way up there, we hit some black ice, and uh, we flipped and um, couldn't control. It. I thought we was gonna die. Trailer flipped. It was, you know, we were pulling a trailer and everything. I actually got the last, so I got a, the tattoo of my trailer. So this is like my trailer pulling my trailer, and this is the trailer fall fell, bend over. <laughs> oh wow! So, so it's one of those like like memories, you know. Like I had some some people come out on the last show in Colorado Springs, and tattoos. So me and my DJ got matching tattoos. We got the That's same awesome. trailer. He's got it on his back, and I got it here. And you know, some people um, got tattoos in places you would never even think you would put a tattoo. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I was just like, "All right, cool. Well, I'm gonna go ahead, and we're gonna leave now." But <laughs> it was, see you later. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, man, it was it was cool, man. Like my my journey on everything has been. Um, it's been a blessing for sure. Like even, even though the wreck, man, like I'm experiencing everything that could possibly go wrong. You know what I mean? And, uh, um, so, uh, I had, uh, I came. So after the wreck, we, we ended up getting lucky. We had two police officers that, uh, took the time to drive us three hours to the venue. Oh and, uh, God. yeah, man, they, they, I ended up getting them a hotel, paid that gas, Took care of them, 
brought them on stage and for the whole arena and um made the whole crowd scream and you know chant for them and everything and um that's i just so showed them cool. love you know what i that mean that is and, so um, cool yeah it was it was crazy and uh yes yeah, so i i you know we get back and everything and had some like family issues and um yes yeah, so, i mean we're still on this journey <laughs> like it just it's just always you know always something uh yeah that's but, oh my gosh to be but i mean not only the trailer thing to bring the police on that's so incredible but to like kind of yeah. the first real tour opportunities with with snoop i mean were you yeah. like uh are people gonna dig what i'm doing was that even a question in your mind or were you just yeah, like okay no, i gotta kind of go out and hype up this crowd <laughs> i would like yeah that was definitely because like it was a mixture you know like you know it's crazy to say this but like snoop has a lot of white fans you know what i mean so the good thing that helped like when we was out there it was it was probably about 60 60 or 70 percent white people and like, you know, different, different races. Like you had like Spanish people, white people, black people. It was Snoop's just an all around love guy. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he's like, just, uh, just yeah, the, man. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, everybody loves him. It's not like I was going in front of a big hip hop scene, like full on, you know, like didn't want to open their mind to anything else. Hip hop guys or whatever. Like they were literally, you could just tell that they were there for music and that's all that mattered. You know what I mean? And, Man, I went on there. I remember my first one. My heart was beating. I thought I was about to have a panic attack. I was getting on stage. I got on stage and I was doing the most. And like, I was just like rocking out, bro. And literally 20 seconds, I gassed out. Just like, I'm just like, I can't breathe. Like, <clears throat> I'm out of breath. One, I'm like, what am I doing? Why did I go so hard? The first 20 seconds, like, I'm, I'm big. I shouldn't even be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, you know, it was. <clears throat> but it look it was cool man Every, everything worked out i grew i definitely grew man um from what i'm performing now like how i'm performing my confidence um has grown i'm still working on that it's one of my my um my weak weak parts is my confidence on stage but now that i have a great band now uh i have a sick band and and um make me feel more comfortable you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's not just like i feel like a little a little kid that you just took his candy up there you know what i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm actually up there <laughs> handing out candy now like come on let's go baby come on you know <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm handing out candy man but yeah man i mean it's been a it's been a journey <clears throat> um very blessed very grateful um it's a learning process you know just like any other thing um yeah, man. It's, it's you, yeah, good. you have such an incredible story, man. Um, and then obviously you had Snoop on uh, If She Ain't Country. That's what is crazy yeah, to yeah, have, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'll make that sense because, <laughs> well, I mean, you were on tour with him. So I was going to ask how you yeah. linked up. But obviously, I would imagine it had to do with yeah. uh, the fact that you had been doing some runs with him. Um, yeah. And you did CMA Fest what, here in Nashville like last week, yeah. right? Wasn't that last, last weekend? Week, man. It was, yeah. It was awesome. Awesome. That's really rad. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to talk to you about now. We'll talk about the 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 new record you just put out. You know better, yeah, know or know better. know you better. Gosh, my yeah, dyslexia yeah. kills me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all good, bro. We all have. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I want to hear about the song. I love the video. Uh, yeah. It's just a cool concept with the 
you've got the cooler with the the lobster or is it uh crawfish, crawfish in there yeah <laughs> yeah bro nah man so we um song came about we was actually in here this is my my personal studio and it was uh, me my buddy mario and micah we just in here drinking man like how we usually do and kind of started writing a song and kind of came up with an idea just uh just wanted to get you know how can we do of getting to know you better, like from a chick, you know? And then we just uh, came about it here, shot the video, uh, shot, did, did a song in about, we wrote the song in about five or six hours, four, four to five oh. hours. It was pretty quick, not gonna lie. It was, it was dope. And then we uh, got it produced by Austin. Um, I went to lay down vocals, did a song. Uh, then we had a couple little, couple little, um, Switches, uh, switch ups. Uh, buddy David of mine, he uh, he actually wrote uh, "Save Me" by Jelly Roll. So I've uh, kind of oh like no way, yeah. So he uh, we actually wrote this is our second song that he had been a, a part of. We haven't really sat down with him on a big full from start from uh start to finish. I usually call him and get him in on finishing them like finishing them up. Uh huh. It's like yeah, man, come put your icing on the cake, bro. What you think we should do? <laughs> <laughs> You, well, you're the candy man, on bro. There. The man. <laughs> I, I call him to save me. You know what I mean? Like, somebody <laughs> save me. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, man. So we 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 finished up the record. Uh, then we shot the video. Um, had, we had fun, man. We had a uh, ball crawfish. Obviously, you've seen that. Mm-hmm. And uh, ball the crawfish, man. We swam, man. We, we just we just had a blast, bro. But the song, the song, man. To it was, it's a good feel. It's a good feeling song, you know. It's um, it's one of those you just pop it in, pop it in the uh, Spotify or in your car or whatever you have, and you just jam, man. You know, and unless you're trying to get to know somebody better, then you just kind of like copy the link and send it to them. And then- <laughs> <laughs> they're like, check out this video. <laughs> well, yeah, check out this. They're like. Yeah. Well, yeah, at the yeah. end, I mean, she's yeah. The girls like under the like working on the car, like mechanic. I mean, I was like kind yeah. of full circle back to how your dad did as a kid, and yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah. cool. So, yeah. So it's, it's like crazy because like we start off at the pool party, and then like you know that day would be over with. But I mean, it switches back and back and forth. But mm-hmm. then I go out, just so happen to bring the car to the mechanic shop, and she pops out. And I'm like. What the? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she rolls out from under the hood. <laughs> yeah, she rolls out. I'm like, dang, girl. Like, I didn't know if I fell in love or got dirty by looking at her. I'm like, man, what happened? Like, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it was a blast, dude. We had a we had a blast. Songs doing songs doing pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So. Well, I, dude, I love what you're doing, man. And then you have a tour coming up with Lax, who I've had on the show before. Great dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. And that's cool, man. What about uh, like, I know you had a couple other singles, you know, obviously after the EP you put out last year. Um, yeah. Do you are you working on like a another kind of project, or is it just got a bunch of singles yeah. coming out? Or yeah, man, I kind of just like <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I can say I just we haven't really. My my focus right now is just to, to work on um, just singles, bro. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to, I feel like, you know, <clears throat> not to say any negative thing, but like, I felt like when I put out my EP, some great songs got lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? And so like, I didn't give them the full, like, 
attention they deserve. Yeah, like the spotlight so like, for a bit. Sure. Right, right, right. So like that's what I want to do. Like, look, man, until I'm on a Morgan Morgan Wallen status, <laughs> like why put out an album? You know what I mean? Right. Like, Not many people are. And 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 unless yeah. you're yeah, exactly. Morgan Wallen or whatever, Taylor yeah. Swift or something. I mean, even Zimmerman put out singles, like seven, like six, seven singles before he dropped the you know what I mean? Before he dropped the full record, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, you know, just kind of what my little idea of is, you know, we might now, I'm not going to say I don't put all those out into one, you know, one full album or something like that, you know, it's possible. But right now we're just focusing on, dude, I have like eight songs like in a barrel ready to roll. Damn. So, yeah. Now, could I put it on an album? Of course, but I feel like I'm not going to give them the attention like they should, they need, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I I, I want to go check you out. You're playing at least the closest day for me. You're playing Murfreesboro, which isn't far from. I'm su- south of Nashville. I think you're playing what Murfreesboro in East. Yeah, that's yeah. with the lax. Yeah, do with the lax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's with the lax. Yeah, it's with the lax. I just saw it. Yeah, Mer- the tw- uh, September 29th. That's not far from me. Maybe 25 minutes east. So uh, yeah, I want to go dude, check that show on, out. Bro. And, um, and dude, I appreciate your time today. I know you're, you've been up all night and I, uh, I'll let you get back to, to bed. I have one more quick question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Man, don't give up when somebody tells you no. I mean, I've been told that my whole life. You know, I think I'm not sure right now because we haven't looked too deep in it. But in about seven weeks, my song, when I pull up, is going gold. And congratulations. My first gold record. I remember, like I said, I remember it was so hard to get a hundred views. I thought I was the man when I got a thousand. Now I'm the man because I, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) but like just to say, like, but I never stopped, man. And and everybody's like, so like where I'm from, real, real quick, like where I'm from, there's no blueprint. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's not really many people that that made it on a big level. You know what I mean? So like everybody's either doing local stuff, playing at clubs here locally. Nobody's moved on in my city. Now, you know, they got everybody's from Louisiana, man, Lil Wayne, to McGraw. I mean, it go it goes on, you know what I mean? Like DJ Khaled, like if you want to start talking about everybody, there's so many people. But where I'm from, it's just such a small city. Um you know, if I, when I tell them, like, man, I just want to, I want to be a big artist, a famous artist, it's ha ha he he. But whenever I tell them I want to start an all field company, like, cool, man, you should do that. You know, like that's because there's so many of them, and it's something that'll probably work. You know, I, I saw this, I saw this, um, this girl. She said that um, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So. That's what I would say. You know what I mean? Never take no for an answer. Keep going. Nobody, not, you can't please everyone. And uh, if your dreams aren't big enough, I mean, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So keep going. You know what I mean? 